Catch the Three Tailgater Show with Ken Trahan and Ed Daniels Saturday mornings from 10 to noon on WRKN, Picayune, New Orleans, 106.1 Nash Icon. Good evening and welcome to All Access on 106.1 FM Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com. Presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best sports site in Louisiana. All Access is also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics, and by Francesca Bicades, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. All Access is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln in Kenner, by Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by LifeGate Church in Mandeville in Metairie, by Premier Automotive with locations throughout the New Orleans area, Segnet Landing Restaurant and Swamp Tours in West Rigo, Petri Transport Services, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, by Life Resources Ministries with outreaches throughout the New Orleans area, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. It's your chance to talk sports in substantive fashion with informed guests. To join in the conversation, call 504-260-1061. Now, here's your host, Cumulus New Orleans Sports Director Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com, the Saints Hall of Fame Museum, the Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club, Life Resources Ministries, and Delgado Baseball. And a pleasant good evening. And welcome welcome to another edition of our All Access Show, our Saints Hall of Fame show live from Signet Landing Restaurant at 450 Laracini Street in West Wego. Merry Christmas one and all. Glad you're with us tonight. We hope you can come join us here live as many have and many others will shortly as we look forward to having Skyler Green with us when he arrives. He's in transit as we speak, fighting traffic, but he'll be here. And you'll have a chance to meet him and talk to him and get autographs and get pictures and everything else. And he's a terrific guy. So we invite you to come over. Of course, you can always get us at home via Alexa. Just tell her to play WRKN. We're at NashFM1061.com. Our podcast is available following the show through CrescentCitySports.com. Just go to the left side of the CrescentCitySports.com on the front page. And you can access the podcast to listen back to the show at that point. You can also email me, Ken at CrescentCitySports.com, or call in at 504-260-1061. That's 504-260-1061 to join in the conversation. Just to get you caught up on some things here, some sports notes to prepare you for the show and everything else that's going on here this evening. First of all, the Saints have their first injury report out. It might take the whole hour for me to read it. 16 players on the injury report for the Saints. Count them, 16. It's insane. It's an enormous number of players that are on the list. That includes seven who did not practice today. Seven. The ones that did not practice, Isaiah Foskey with a quad injury. Taysom Hill with foot and left-hand problems, two for the price of one. Cam Jordan with his ankle problem. Marcus May with his shoulder. He missed last week's game. Kendry Miller still out with his ankle. We haven't seen him much. Malcolm Roach, key rotation player up front with his knee injury, also missing practice today. The same is true of Rashid Rashid Shaheed, who was out last week. He's still out with a thigh as of today. Now, most notable would be the limited players today. And you start with the quarterback, Derek Carr. Carr was limited today with the three problems he has, the concussion, the rib, and the right shoulder problems that he has. So Derek, limited, which means he's still got a chance to play, but definitely not 
uh, you know, a guarantee by any stretch of the imagination. But there's that with Derek Carr. Then you've got Jimmy Graham just missed today for rest, the veteran missing for rest today. And then Jawan Johnson with a quad injury was also limited today, so two tight ends limited. Eric McCoy limited, the starting center, with a shoulder injury. Andrews Pete starting left tackle, shoulder injury, he was limited. Ryan Ramchek starting right tackle, limited with his knee and rest, he should be good to go. Pete Warner, linebacker, limited with his shoulder and oblique injuries, which caused him to miss last week's game. And then kicker Blake Groupie with that nagging right groin injury. He kicked last week, so the expectation is he would be able to do so again this week. Meanwhile, the Carolina injury report is pretty extensive, too. They got four players out, including Adam Thielen, the veteran wide receiver, but he just rested today. Another veteran getting rest. Troy Hill, cornerback, Taylor Moton, Deshaun Williams, all didn't practice today, but three of those four were rest. So they're in much better shape than the Saints. Now, they do have limited players today. Von Bell, the former Saint safety, shoulder injury, he was limited. Also limited today, J.C. Horn, their fine cornerback with his hamstring injury. Of course, the son of Joe Horn, who, by the way, will be in town this weekend with our Saints Hall of Fame weekend. Joe will be here. Looking forward to that. Hayden Hurst, the tight end, was limited today, dealing with a concussion. Tommy Tremble, Amare Barno, Stephen Sullivan, Marquise Haynes, Yitro Gross Matos, Jeremy Chin, Bradley Bozeman, Deshaun Williams, all on that list as well for the Carolina Panthers. Noon Sunday game, the Saints and the Panthers, a division game, obviously. Very important, and the Saints have to win this game. I mean, it's a one-win team that they're facing. No disrespect, but it's a game you have to win. It goes without saying that they've got to find a way to get this done. And obviously they have issues with these injuries. Now the New Orleans Pelicans getting healthier, the opposite of the Saints. And the result is that the results are better. Obviously a big win at Sacramento on Monday night. Despite Zion Williamson scoring just 10 points, that's a good sign. Tells you a lot about the ability of this team. And the Pelicans, with that victory, advanced to the in-season tournament semifinals where they will face the Los Angeles Lakers tomorrow night in Las Vegas. Game time, 8 o'clock, our time. And, of course, national television, TNT and True TV. Lakers are 13-9. and nine, The Pelicans are 12-10. and 10. So aside from the tournament, which some people have put a lot of stock in, others have not, Again, it was simply created to create interest for the league, by the league, in season, when football was still part and parcel of the discussion. It continues to be that way. Well, obviously, now that the Pelicans are in the semifinals, even those that weren't so interested are a bit more interested. And you can understand why, because they've gotten this far. So the Pelicans are there playing the Lakers in Las Vegas tomorrow night. Now, the game carries importance because of the tournament, but it carries even more importance now because of the standings, right? I mean, the Lakers are 13-9. and nine, The Pelicans are 12-10. and 10. You can do the math. These are two teams separated by a game. So it becomes a position battle in terms of the Western Conference to get yourself 
in position, in better position, better in the standings to accomplish what you want to accomplish. So there's that as well. And clearly the Pelicans have been impacted by the return of C.J. McCollum and by Trey Murphy, who's had two really good games. Murphy, as mentioned, last year was a budding star. This year he's on the cusp of being a breakout star. He's long. He's athletic. He can shoot. He can defend. He expanded his offensive game last year to where he could get to the paint more and create more opportunities for himself if you chase him off the three-point line. And that's made him a more complete player. And it's made his team a better team. It put them in a better position to be successful. So obviously that's the situation where the Pelicans are concerned because you have Murphy back. And in addition to that, you got McCollum back. So now you sit and you wait for Matt Ryan, a shooter. And you sit and you wait for, you know, another Keycog and Larry Nance Jr. Now Nance Jr. has not played well this year. Injuries really negated his effectiveness a year ago to a degree as well. They need him to get back to the level he was when he first got here because their backup center position is an issue. It just is. Cody Zeller's giving them what he can. He's a smart player, but he can't score. And he's not a rim protector. And then Larry Nance is small, but he can create mismatches on the other end. But you lose rebounding on the other end of the floor. And he also... You lose offense. But again, he's a better option when healthy. And they just don't have that person at that backup center position at this point. So that remains an issue for this team. But I think by and large, they're a pretty good team. When Murphy is now playing and on the floor, look, Herb Jones has expanded his offensive game as well. He can make the corner three. He can make the elbow three occasionally. But on top of that, he's... He's just a better offensive player. He's more confident, willing to drive to the rim and try to create those opportunities for himself. He's always been resourceful in the paint. And we all know what he does on the other end of the floor. He's elite. He's terrific defensively. So is Dyson Daniels. Now, Daniels can't shoot. I mean, if he could shoot at all, you'd be looking at a really, really good basketball player. But again, his ability to shoot from the perimeter, just, you know, it, it just hasn't been there by and large. And I think that's, that's it. I mean, you're looking at a guy that has elite defensive ability. He's long. He can handle the basketball well. But again, it becomes a matter of whether he can be effective at all because three-point range, his last 10 games, he's shooting 13.8%. 13.8. So teams are just going to give him that and concede otherwise. Which, of course, brings you to Zion Williamson. Only got eight shots off Monday night. He deferred, smart, because they were not going to let him do anything. And obviously you want to get him going and doing more offensively, but you can't force-feed it. He's a guy that when he gets people around him can still be double teams, but he's getting three guys and such that are congesting things when he touches the basketball and tries to get to the rim. And it makes it incredibly difficult for him. And obviously a guy that they need to be productive on the offensive end because defensively that's just not going to be you know, his forte. Not real good in space. He can guard bigger guys that aren't as quick. But he's still really good offensively. I know the shooting percentage isn't what it was previously, but it's still good enough. 
and he's still good enough. And if it's not there for him, the deferring part is good, especially if you have shooters on the floor. And Brandon Ingram has been good in the mid-range. He's elite, but he's made a few threes of late, and that's important. If he could do that, it really opens things up because you've got Murphy and you've got McCollum who can also do that, and Jones on occasion. And even once in a while, Jonas Valanciunas, who, by the way, has played very well. They need Jonas to play well because, as mentioned, a backup center spot has been a real issue. Just hasn't been good enough overall. So Jonas really needs to play a couple more minutes per game. He's durable. He's tough. He's done that, and he's been very good for this team, and they need him to continue to be that guy moving forward. Then, of course, Najee Marshall's been a guy that has given you really good play off the bench. He's solid. Doesn't do anything special. He's just a solid player. He can attack the rim and have effectiveness in doing so. You know, he can make an occasional shot. He will defend willingly, give his team a chance in that regard as well. So you like that about Najee. Jose Alvarado made all the difference in the game at Sacramento. Pelicans were down 15. Shock troops came in. Marshall, Alvarado, Murphy. And boy, did they make a difference. They were really good in that game. And Alvarado, in particular, ignited his team. He made threes, defended like crazy, got steals, forced all kinds of issues, and made himself that guy and imposed his will on his team and on the opponent. And it made a tremendous difference in that game. It really changed the dynamic of the way that game was unfolding. Without that, they would have been in deep trouble. They were down 15 early. And they turned a 15-point deficit into a 15-point lead. And then, of course, held off the Kings. Kings got to within five a couple of times in the fourth quarter, but the Pelicans had an answer on every occasion. The 12 and 10. And again, you look at the ability of the team, and you look at the ability when they have their players available. And it's good. I mean, you look at the Western Conference and you know who's there. Denver's there. We know all about Denver. Well, Lakers are pretty good, but are they all that? You know, the Dallas Mavericks have two great players, but they've got shooters on the floor, so on a given night, they can be tough. We know that. The Thunder have been a really good team. Excellent young team with a great future. They're 13-6, and six, and they're second in the West. Of course, the Timberwolves have been the story. They're 15-4. and four. And they've won four in a row. And all the conjecture about the two big guys not being able to play together, I wonder how that discussion is now amongst people that felt that way. Because they have. Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert have played. And they played effectively and, in fact, very well. And when you put Edwards in that mix and how good he is, that's a good basketball team. Phoenix is 12-9. and nine. It's a good team. We know that. They've got Durant and Booker. Sacramento, you've seen. And they're good. <laughs> but the Pelicans... Are 3-0 against them, amazingly. Clippers still have veteran players who can play. They're going to be in it. After that, are the Warriors actually going to turn it on and play better? Don't know. Is age finally catching up with them? Don't know. Is the distraction of Draymond Green becoming a bit too much? Don't know. Utah's not really part of it, even though they own the Pelicans. Portland, no. San Antonio, no. Memphis, no. Rockets are much better, but I don't think they're that. So I really look at this, and I see nine teams uh, that certainly are in that mix. And at the top of the heap, it's Oklahoma City, it's Denver, it's Minnesota. And they're all good. And I think after that, it's the next wave, and that's the Lakers, the Kings, Mavericks, Suns, and Pelicans. And I think they're all 
very competitive, and somebody and some team will break out at some point to put themselves in position to be that team. And obviously that is where we're at right now, where the Pelicans are concerned. Good team. Could be better than good. Remains to be seen what happens there. LSU Tigers, of course, football. It's all about Jaden Daniels and the Heisman Trophy at this point. And what's going to transpire there? He went from being third or fourth choice as recently as three weeks to a month ago to being the favorite now. Pretty much the favorite across the board. And it goes without saying that the expectation is, and I stress expectation, that he's going to get the award on Saturday. But you can't pencil it in. You're just never totally sure what it is and how people are going to vote. Most of them don't tell you anything. They just let you know. So it's been brutal. Anyway, you sit and you watch and you wait to see what transpires. Now, I just want to let you know that he's he dealt with an accident on the spillway. He's still on his way. And if we have to extend the show when he gets here, we'll do that too. Because he's, he's doing everything he can to get here. That is Skylar Green, just to let you know. So left where he was at 4.30 and it's 6.17 now. So go figure. Meanwhile, where LSU is concerned, Saturday will be what transpires with Jaden and whether or not he's the guy. Then, after that, it becomes a matter of whether he plays in a bowl game or not. And I wouldn't bet on that at this point. I wouldn't say it's definitely out of the question. But I wouldn't bet on it. He's played his way in the first-round status where the NFL draft is concerned. So, we shall see what happens with him. It's going to be an interesting dynamic because... Some people are going to be mad if he doesn't play. Others will understand it. But that's part of the, the way things are now. And if he doesn't play, you can understand it. Unless he's not playing for anything. If they were in a playoff, it would be a different situation. And the whole dynamic has changed in recent years. Therefore, the opinions have changed. Therefore, the, you know, the thought process has changed. I think you have to give some leeway to guys when they have the opportunity. And they're going to get drafted to get started on working on their pro careers. And when that transpires, then you can understand why, if they're that guy, the top guys, that they do what they do. I think it's imperative for you to understand that. I know I had to go a good distance to, to try to understand that and figure that out too. But again, at this stage, I understand why a guy wouldn't play. It's a lot different than when we looked at it five years ago. I mean, I remember Leonard Fournette and all the discussion that took place there. Greedy Williams, all the discussion that took place there. Jamar Chase, I could go on and on about the guys. And you could look at each case and say individually, that was a good decision or maybe that wasn't. The player can simply go according to what his agent's telling him, what his advisors are telling him, what he feels is best. The risk of injury is always there. If you're going to be a high draft pick, and I do mean high, the advantage of playing just isn't really there for you. Unless, of course, your team is in the playoffs, which, of course, LSU is not. Speaking of the playoffs, we'll get into that. But that's another story, too. Also, want to get into the Tulane coaching search situation as well. We're going to do that, too. We're going to do a lot of things. We are live at Signet Landing Restaurant, 450 Laracini Street in West Wego. Skyler Green will join us at some point. He's in transit trying to get here. And he's been caught behind not one but two different accidents. And I believe him. 
and he's trying very hard to get here, and he'll get here at some point, I can assure you. In the meantime, come on out to Signet Landing Restaurant at 450 Laracini Street, where the food's fantastic. We hope you will. You enjoy it. Crawfish pie, great. Of course, you got all kinds of great food. The crab dip's terrific, and the crab cakes are outstanding. I had a burger today. It was really good, I can assure you. Sandwiches are great. Across the board, it's really good food. It's really nice people. And we ask you to come on out and support the Spanatos. And, oh, by the way, if you come out, everybody here has a chance to be a winner. All you need to do is be present. you got a chance to win some nice prizes at the conclusion of the show. But you have to be present to be able to win. So show up here. Just drop your name in the bucket. Good chance you'll have it pulled. And you'll walk out of here with a really nice gift. After all, it's Christmas. So gifts are a nice thing, right? You can claim it for yourself. Or you can claim it and utilize it to give to someone else. Either way, be a winner. But you have to be present to do that. And we certainly hope that you'll have an opportunity to do it. Also, before we get to break, I want to make sure that you understand we have this posted at CrescentCitySports.com. We will once again be the official outlet for all eight state championship games in the Caesar Superdome starting tomorrow. And you can have those games accessed by listening to Nash Icon 106.1 FM. First and foremost, we'll have four of the eight games on Nash Icon 106.1 FM, and all eight games will be streamed live audio at CrescentCitySports.com. Second straight year with the official LHSAA broadcast of the state championship games, which begin tomorrow at 3.30 in the afternoon. And the games we will broadcast are the 3.30 games each day Tomorrow afternoon on Nash Icon 106.1 FM, we'll have Riverside Rebels against Southern Lab in the Select Division Three state championship game. Then on Friday, we'll have St. James and Union Parish at 3.30 for the non-Select Division Three state championship game, followed by the Select state championship game in Division One on Friday evening, which will feature... Acadiana and Catholic of Baton Rouge. And then on Saturday, also on 106.1 FM, a 3.30 game, the Select Division three game, St. Charles Catholic trying for a third straight state championship, and the Comets in that game will take on Calvary Baptist. All those right here on Nash Icon 106.1 FM, but the other four games as well are going to be streamed live at CrescentCitySports.com. So you've got it. Your one-stop shop. You don't need to go look anywhere else to be able to listen to these games. All you need to do is go to CrescentCitySports.com and to Nash Icon 106.1 FM, and we'll be at the Dome starting tomorrow afternoon to bring all of that to you. So we certainly hope that you will partake if you can't make it there. Of course, we hope you make it to the games and enjoy them and support high school football in Louisiana. doesn't get much better than this. You don't have to worry about the conditions. It's indoors. Plenty of parking, obviously, covered, safe, all good. So that starts tomorrow. First game at 3.30. The game's Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Eight games in all for state championships. So we hope you'll be able to make those. And we certainly hope, if you can, you will listen in via Nash Icon 106.1 FM and also via CrescentCitySports.com. So that gives you some details about that. And we'll take a timeout. It's 504-260-1061. 504-260-1061. Live from Sing Atlantic Restaurant. Back in a moment with more of the Saints Hall of Fame show here on Nash Icon 1061 FM and at NashFM1061.com. Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgaters show is a Saturday morning tradition on 1061 Nash Icon. 
Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgater Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 1061 Nash Icon. It's Macy's one-day sale tomorrow with great deals of the day on gifts we love, like 60 to 65% off warm and stylish coats for everyone, 35 to 70% off fine jewelry she'll adore, and 75% off holiday decor for a cozy, welcoming home. Best of all, everyone gets $10 Macy's money for every $50 spent. Learn more at Macy's.com slash Macy's money. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. This year, Staples wants everyone to have a happy holla deal. That's right, holla deal. Staples holla deals are amazing savings on hot holiday tech. Great prices on laptops, game systems, earbuds, and more. And now at Staples, you can save up to $350 on select PCs. During Staples holla deals, it's not about the fa-la-la. It's about saving moolala. Save up to $350 on select PCs today at Staples. Ends 1223 in-store only. See associate for details. Celebrating 90 years of excellence, the All-State Sugar Bowl is one of college football's most enduring traditions. And for nearly a century, the Sugar Bowl delivers for New Orleans, for Louisiana, and for the region. Major events, big tourism, and a national spotlight each and every year. And this season, it's even bigger. The college football playoff semifinal at the 90th All-State Sugar Bowl, New Year's Day in the Dome. The Sugar Bowl is presented by All-State, Louisiana Tourism, and New Orleans & Company. The Saturday Showdown is back. When the lights are brightest, you know what time it is. Let's go! It's a full weekend of football, starting on December 16th with an exclusive triple header, live on NFL Network. The biggest show on TV, come on. Three epic matchups all day Saturday. Watch back-to-back-to-back matchups, kicking off at 1 p.m. Eastern, all the way into prime time. I don't want it, I need it. Saturday, December 16th, only on NFL Network and streaming on NFL+. Meet Cheryl. Hey. She's on vacation and lost in the moment. Unfortunately, so is her Chase debit card. It's got to be somewhere. Maybe she lost it at Salsa Night. These skirts should have pockets. Or maybe she lost it at Pilates. Three and two and... But she's not worried. With the Chase mobile app, she can lock her card till it turns up. Tools that help protect. One bank that puts you in control. Visit chase.com slash checking. Chase, make more of what's yours. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data reads may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank, N.A. member FDIC. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1 800 929 2121. That's 1 800 929 2121. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1 800 929 2121. That's 1 800 929 2121. Select Quote. We shop. You save. 
Full details on example policies at selectquo.com slash commercials. Each year, dozens of deserving veterans ride for free in the Legion of Mars parade courtesy of the crew. Donate to the Mars Hero Fund to sponsor a hero's ride. Go to legionofmars.com to learn more and become a member of the Red, White, and Blue crew. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. With a Chalupa Supreme beefy five-layer burrito, crunchy taco, cinnamon twist, and medium drink, Taco Bell's $5 cravings box is packed as ever. And $5 as ever. Get one at Taco Bell stores for a limited time only while supplies last. Contact store for price and participation, which vary. Drinks excludes freezes. Tax extra. Eastbound I-10 at LA-49. This crash is slow. Uh, Two left lanes are blocked. Traffic is crawling from I-310. 72 minutes from eastbound I-10, Kenner to downtown. Stop and go also between Metairie Road and the Claiborne flyover. Again, two left lanes are blocked eastbound I-10 at LA-49 and very slow right now. Eastbound I-12 at LA-1077 accident over a two-hour ride there. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. Calling all listeners, what's on your mind? We'd love to get your take by calling Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com and All Access on 1061 Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. Call 504-260-1061. Glad you're with us as we continue on here from Signet Landing Restaurant at 450 Laracini Street. Schuyler just texted me, say six minutes away. How about that? There you go. Guy will have been traveling two hours by the time he gets here. Unreal. But he will be here, I promise you. Stand by, probably during this segment, if not right at the end of it. Do want to mention... It is our Saints Hall of Fame weekend this week, and we have our Saints Hall of Fame induction luncheon on Friday at noon. That's Friday, December 8th at noon at Chateau Country Club in Kenner. Inducting Jabari Greer into the Saints Hall of Fame and honoring two outstanding cameramen for their outstanding work for many years. Steve Peretti of WDSU, Bob Parkinson of WWL Television, both of whom shot Saints games for two to three decades, and we're institutions in the industry. Both will receive the Joe Gemelli Floor Delete Award. That's Friday at noon at Chateau Country Club in Kenner. And then on Saturday, December the 9th, from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m., we have our Saints Hall of Fame gala event at Chateau Country Club as well, 18 restaurants catering. So you have plenty of food and drink. We've got, looking at the list here, 68 former players that are planning to come and... We'll see how many of those do, but most of them will be. So it's a great chance to commiserate with former players from every era, I might add, including six from the Super Bowl team of 2009, including some from the 70s, 80s, 90s, and into the new millennium. We'll all be on hand. It's quite an extensive list. And, of course, as mentioned, the food and drink rate. We'll have a silent auction of sports memorabilia at both of these events for you. Music at the Hall of Fame event on Saturday, the gala event. And the gala event, you can still buy tickets at $75 a person. It's $75 per person on Saturday from 4 to 7. If you'd like to buy, you can do so at the door if you show up early. Just get there early. Starts at 4. If you get there at 3.15, 3.30, we can take care of you. All right? That's simple. To be part of that on Saturday. We hope you will consider that. And then, of course, the game this year for the Saints Hall of Fame is the Sunday game against Carolina at noon Alumni will all be in attendance and will honor Jabari Greer on the field prior to the game in a ceremony on the field. That's Jabari Greer being honored Sunday at the game against Carolina, which starts at noon. But get into your seats early enough to see the ceremony on the field 
before the game on Sunday against Carolina. Hope you will. 504-260-1061 to join us. All right, the other big news this week is clearly about Tulane. And what's going to happen now that Willie Fritz is in Houston? Fritz made his comments on Monday about shovels in the ground and promises fulfilled as compared to where he was. And I have a complete respect for people's opinions, but anyone that knocks Willie Fritz, I just don't agree with that in any way, shape, or form. He gave this city and he gave this school and this program tremendous service. And he leaves it in fantastic shape. And I can't thank him enough. He's a class act. Not only a really good coach, but a fine man. It's an absolute pleasure to deal with the whole time he was here. And I wished him well, and I hope he succeeds at Houston. It's hard to argue with anyone that's trying to better himself or herself in life. And that's all you're talking about here. More resources, bigger conference, more money, better facilities, promises fulfilled, opportunity there. All of that is part and parcel of why he's there. So what happens now with the Tulane program? Well, again, the names that have surfaced, and these are not a surprise, at least all but one, are ones that I expected. John Sumrall of Troy, former Tulane assistant, a good coach. Sumrall also has drawn interest from Duke, however. Also Alex Atkins, former Tulane assistant. Florida State offensive coordinator now for a program that went undefeated this year. Jeff Monken of Army. He's got the best record of any service academy coach, no doubt about that. He's been really good. Air Force coach Troy Calhoun, the other. Again, service academy coach, and a very good one there. One other name that surfaced to a degree is Rich Rodriguez of Jacksonville State, former Tulane coordinator under Tommy Bowden, who is, of course, the head coach at Jacksonville State now which, oh, by the way, is coming to New Orleans here in less than two weeks to play in the New Orleans Bowl against the University of Louisiana. So he'll be here. Now, by that time, they may have a coach. So I don't think that they're waiting to talk to him then. If they have any interest in him, they will certainly speak with him. But I understand that his name certainly is at least in that discussion as well. So those are primary names that you're talking about and thinking about now with regard to the Tulane coaching job. Of course, the issue there is you've got a real opportunity to try to continue the success you've had, but that's going to be tough because you lose key players. Michael Pratt likely not returning. Whether he declares for the draft or enters the portal, my guess is he won't be back. Chris Brazel's gone. We'll see what else happens. you got other key players graduating too. So there's a lot there that will unfold in the couple of weeks to come that are critical. And you got to get a coach in place for recruiting purposes. You don't even have your AD fully in place either at this point. So you got to have some leadership situation emerge at the university. And hopefully that will be rectified in short order. Certainly like the guys that have been mentioned, I think these are good coaches. I think there's a good argument for each and every one of them. And Skyler just walked in the house. So that's a good thing. He'll be with us here momentarily. So you know what we're going to do, Rudy. We're going to take a break here so that when we return, Skylar Green will join us here from Signet Landing Restaurant. Back in a moment with Skylar here on Nash Icon 106.1 FM and at NashFM1061.com. 
I didn't ask to be thrown in the streets with nowhere to go, but I did ask for help and Covenant House was there for me. One in 10 young adults will experience a form of homelessness this year. For these kids who didn't ask to be put in this unthinkable situation, Covenant House is there, providing hot meals, a safe place to sleep, medical care, and love. They just really genuinely just wanted to help me succeed, and I'm succeeding. To learn more, go to safeplacetosleep.org today. Wendy's Peppermint Frosty and Frosty Cream Cold Brew make the perfect gift for anyone in your life, especially for you. Yeah, this year you're sitting on your own lap and getting yourself what you want, finally. And now every day this season, unlock 20% off your total when you get any small, medium, or large Frosty in the Wendy's app. So order something from your own wish list this year. Limited time only at participating U.S. Wendy's with app offer and registration. Applies to menu items only. Taxes and fees excluded. For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger, Because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products. And we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Now at Lowe's, get the lowest prices of the year on select appliances. Get up to 45% off and save an extra $100 on every $800 you spend on select appliances. Valid through 12-6. Savings vary based on purchase amount. Exclusions apply. See Lowe's.com for details. Celebrating 90 years of excellence, the All-State Sugar Bowl is one of college football's most enduring traditions. And for nearly a century, the Sugar Bowl delivers for New Orleans, for Louisiana, and for the region. Major events, big tourism, and a national spotlight each and every year. And this season, it's even bigger. The college football playoff semifinal at the 90th All-State Sugar Bowl. New Year's Day in the Dome. The Sugar Bowl is presented by All-State, Louisiana Tourism, and New Orleans and Company. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. With a Chalupa Supreme, beefy five-layer burrito, crunchy taco, cinnamon twist, and medium drink, Taco Bell's $5 cravings box is packed as ever. And $5 as ever. Get one at Taco Bell stores for a limited time only while supplies last. Contact store for price and participation, which vary. Drinks excludes freezes. Tax extra. Still heavy traffic, but maybe a little bit better. Eastbound I-10 LA-49 is where the crash is. Two left lanes are blocked. A three-mile backup towards I-310. The two left lanes are blocked on eastbound I-10, before Williams Boulevard. 62 minutes from Kenner to downtown is what they're saying. Also seeing eastbound I-12 at LA 1077. Uh, You can get off at LA 1077 and kind of go up and around this one, but it's a long ride. Traffic is crawling from LA 445. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. This is where you get all access, not just the focus on one or two topics. All sports topics are on the table with your calls at all times. Join us now by calling 504-260-1061. Now back to Ken Trahan on 1061 Nash Icon through CrescentCitySports.com and at NashFM1061.com. Hey, welcome back to the show here at uh, 450 Larisini Street in West Rigo at Signet Landing Restaurant. Well, you're clapping now, but now you're going to clap because I introduced our special guest. Of course, he's West Rigo's own. We'll start there. He's a hometown <laughs> hero. This is home for him. Great player at Higgins High School. I watched him play, even did a few of the games. Man, could he run. LSU, of course, won a national championship, was tremendous on those teams uh, under Nick Saban, and then, of course, on to the NFL for three years, including for the same.
that's doing, you know, uh, along with Coach Steve Myers. Well, Steve is great, yeah. While, you know, he's still at Bell Chase right doing now. Doing a great doing job a great there. Job. And they play the same way. Yeah, basically. same way. <laughs> and they have good success. But those are fun times. Awesome Before we times. talk about LSU and the Saints, anything, one memory at Higgins that stands out for you from those playing days? Uh, I think making it into the playoffs each year, uh, but, you know, not getting far enough to get to the Dome. But we did make it to the playoffs. It was the first time since 1991 when I was in high school. So uh, from 2002, I mean 2000, basically we were always in the play playoff hunt each year after that. Yep. Well, obviously now you, you got a situation where you, you know, you go from Higgins to LSU. And yeah. you get there. And you got a guy named Nick Saban. He's got a whole bunch of head coaches on his staff, as it turns out. Did you realize how good that staff was at that point? Oh, awesome staff. Yeah. Uh, each and every coach is right now having a head coach of their own team, pretty much. You got Kirby Smart. You got uh, um, Coach Dooley still coaching special teams in places. Uh, you got uh, Muschamp. Uh, Muschamp. Uh, yeah. You know, a bunch of guys everywhere right now. Crazy staff. And did you realize Saban was that guy at that point? No, but once I got there, I kind of picked it up quick that he was going to be the guy, and uh, we were heading in the right direction with the teams that we had. He was a guy that, I mean, even when he was here, I mean, he changed that program. He changed everything. He got, you know, he got the training table. He got the new accommodations for athletes, and it, it just changed yeah. everything, and the culture changed. And then, of course, you get to that 2003 season, and you guys had a really good defense, and, you know, Marcus Spears still talks about everything all the time. Can't shut him up about it, but that's <laughs> yeah. great, which is fun. But then, you know, on the offensive side of the ball, you know, you had a guy, Mark, that was a good game manager, did a good job in that regard. Awesome he had good running back. backs. He had good offensive line. And you had good receivers other than that. And then, the, you know, the benefit, the thing about that season that, that was great is that you got to play the national championship game here at in home. New Orleans. At home. Uh, one of the biggest games of my life. Uh, I enjoyed it. Scored the first touchdown in that game, and uh, and it was right here at home. Yeah, you bet, man. Fans, you, know? you bet. Yeah, people forget 21-14 over Oklahoma, and you scored the first one. Yes. It's pretty special, and that was unbelievable to see that happen and lift that glass trophy after it was over with. And Most definitely. Thoroughly enjoyed it and, and really uh, enjoyed the whole process. Next season wasn't quite as successful, still good enough, but, I mean, look, when you look at where you're at now, uh, you, you go on from LSU. Uh -huh. And the NFL comes calling. You get drafted. Yeah. You know, you had to wait your opportunity to play. You know, Dallas, Cincinnati Saints. I mean, the NFL is a tough, it's a tough gig. It's a tough job to get, isn't it? Very tough. Uh, you know, I spent practice squad most of my time on, uh, in the NFL. And uh, once I got an opportunity down in uh, Cincinnati, I played eight games. was the most games I played in, uh, in my NFL career regular season. Um, due to a friend of mine, Chris Henry, Rest in peace, Chris Henry. Oh, boy. Uh, you know, uh, he was on suspension that year. And I got an opportunity to be the punt returner, kick returner, and got in a few games at wide receiver. Special. I mean, Special. A, lot of, a lot of fun, but obviously the, to get the opportunity to play. You know, you, got, you had some time with the Saints, and then you decided you're going to try the indoor thing, and you play yeah. some arena football. I mean, that was, that's a crazy game. It was oh, fun. It was fun, it was fun first fun. of all. It's a limited space. Yeah. You know, when I did my first arena game in 1991 for the New Orleans Knight in God. Albany, New York. Ed Daniels did the game with me. Uh -huh. We showed up there not knowing what to expect. We were kind of <laughs> looking at each other like, what is this stuff? It's and fast, we, we, we had man. the broadcast rights, and we're there. And so by the second quarter, I look at him. He looks at me and said, man, this is cool. High I like this, it's man. It's like basketball. Yeah. You know, it's a game of runs. Yeah, so, 
Small space, but, I mean, talk about that game because speed still matters, but in, I think in that game, in my job of doing the games, play-by-play, it was as much about understanding space and understanding, you know, how to angles. utilize the angles, Knowing right? those angles, yeah, right? most definitely. You, uh, it's so much of a small field that you – you got to be just like a jitterbug, faster than some guys, maybe slower than a, than a bunch of other guys. But once you find the crease, you got to hit it running. Did you like the uh, the speed motion going oh, toward the line of scrimmage, man? You had a running start, huh? Most definitely. You get a lot of guys off balance in that situation. Yeah, it was cool. Look, I mean, I wish in a different time and place it might have been more successful here. But, uh, you know, again, they're trying to bring back different versions of it now, and we'll see what transpires. But it was a good idea, and I think it was a lot of fun. And the people that did check it out, yeah. Certainly enjoyed it, and, and it gave you a chance to continue playing. Yeah, I think they need to bring it back. Uh, I enjoyed it. Um, me and Coach Norris had a good time together, and, uh, you know, I think it was a good deal down there with the voodoo. And, uh, I mean, I think they really should bring it back. Talk to Marlon, of course. More opportunities. Yeah, big fave, obviously. Enjoyed it, too, and he extended his career and played here for quite some time, and he enjoyed it. Yeah. Another local guy from the West Bank. But, I mean, look, uh, it was a fun game, and I, I hated to see what transpired, but ultimately – Nothing lasts forever. I hope you're right yeah. that something happens long-term with that and then it comes back. Uh, we're going to talk about the Saints in the next one. We do want to say we're going to stay here at about 7.15, extend the show since Skyler couldn't get her on time. But with regard to LSU right now, yeah. they have a ceremony in New York on Saturday. Jay Is there any question? Uh, no question, no doubt. I think he deserves it. Everything he's done this year has been off the, off the charts, and uh, he's really deserving. I think it's his trophy to lose. Well, I mean, when you watch him play, and I know you watch LSU, just talk about what you see and just how much he's improved over last uh, year. Tremendously. Um, he's just a, a – he's a, he has the knack for it. Uh, he knows how to make the plays. Uh, when, he, when he sees his receivers down downfield, he gets the ball to him. He has a very accurate arm. Um, and when he decides to pull it down and run, he always got the big play in mind. So I think he's done everything that he could possibly do this year for the Tigers and uh, – to, to win a lot of games for us, and uh, my hat to go off to him. The receivers are really good. Brian Thomas has had a really good year. You know, Lacey is, is a pretty good player, too, but then there's Malik Neighbors. And yeah. everybody, look, Marvin Harrison is a finalist for the Heisman Trophy, and I know he's talented, and he's got a name, and he plays for a big program and all that stuff, but I, I'm looking at the numbers, and it just doesn't make any sense to me. You got to go with Malik. Well, I mean, I'm looking at this. I, I'm just going to... I'm going to call them out to people because I think it really tells you they're going to name one guy. I'm going to give you numbers and I'm going to say, okay, which one of these guys is a finalist for the Heisman Trophy? All right, here's, here's number one, okay? Here's number one for you. So the catches, 67. Yardage, 1,211 yards. Touchdowns, 14, okay? 67, 12, 11. 14. That's exhibit A. Here's exhibit B for you. 86 catches, 1,546 yards, and 14 touchdowns. Numbers just got higher. So which one is which? The guy that's A is Marvin Harrison. He's a Heisman finalist. The guy that's B is Malik Neighbors. He's not. And I know what they're thinking. They don't want two guys as finalists from the same school. Yeah. But there's no comparison. There's I mean, no comparison. not even close. One guy's got 300 more yards. One guy's got 19 more catches and the same number of touchdowns. Yeah. And you're telling me that the other guy is the finalist and your guy's not. Okay. I think Malik is, uh, if, if, 
he, he's even although he's not in the picture for uh, the Heisman Trophy, I think he should at least get that Belitnikoff Award. Uh, I agree. We, we had a guy named Josh Reed that oh, led the country good, man. in uh, smooth in football and catches and yards and things that year. He won it. So uh, I think Malik Neighbors, he's outdid those numbers and uh, more, more, more than definitely he should be up for that Belitnikoff. Man, he was smooth. Uh, just a really twenty-five, really good 25. player. <laughs> he was a really good player. LSU's had a ton of good receivers over the years, and of course, most recently we saw Jarris Marshall was really good, but then there was Justin Jefferson and Jamar at Chase. the top of the heap, Jamar Chase. <laughs> and what's interesting about those guys is they're all different. Marshall's more the long guy. Yeah. You know, Justin's the smooth guy. Yeah. And then Jamar's just a strong, strong physical guy physical with a yeah. strong legs, strong upper body, strong hands. Yeah. More like a running back, you know? More like a running back. You know? And I, I think he, he probably would love playing running back if he had the opportunity. You're right. You've got a son, and Archbishop Rummel is a wide receiver right now. Right now. And Micah, he's got a chance. He's got a chance. <laughs> I sure hope he pull a rabbit out the hat. <laughs> he, got o- he got open deep in the game yeah. against Catholic. I did the game. Far. I mean, that ball was like, might have been two inches, okay? Yeah. <laughs> okay? I'm, I'm just watching it. I'm seeing the ball come down. I'm calling the game, uh-huh. you know? He He's old greens that. open and oh my! He said that. Did you video that? I said I, yeah, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send it to you. <laughs> Next year, he's a year older. He makes that catch, right? He definitely makes that catch. You know, or even tell him next time lay out for it or something. Huh? I was saying that in my head. <laughs> oh, I was saying it in my head. You got to lay out for it next time. <laughs> you can get away with that. Your dad. He's going to listen to you. I suspect. <laughs> so, but you know what's really interesting? Before we get to break, too, is you've got. You got him at Rummel, and he's, I know he's playing football, I think track two. Yeah. And then you got a son playing baseball at St. Augustine. Yeah, he's an outstanding baseball player. He's played everywhere in the outfield, but he loves to play catcher. So, uh, and he's a great eye for a hitter, so he can hit the ball well. Well, I know Baron Ray's happy. Uh, he's in a good place <laughs> with a good program there, too. So, uh, kind of interesting. At two schools in the same league and different yeah. sports, but. Great story, to say the least. So is Skylar Green. He's our story tonight. We'll take a time out here as we continue from Signet Landing Restaurant, 450 Laracini Street in West. We go back in a moment here on Nash Icon 106.1 FM and at NashFM1061.com. It's Macy's one-day sale tomorrow with great deals of the day on gifts we love, like 60 to 65% off warm and stylish coats for everyone. 35 to 70% off fine jewelry she'll adore. And 75% off holiday decor for a cozy, welcoming home. Best of all, everyone gets $10 Macy's money for every $50 spent. Learn more at Macy's.com slash Macy's money. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. This year, Staples wants everyone to have a happy holiday. That's right, Holla Deal. Staples Holla Deals are amazing savings on hot holiday tech. Great prices on laptops, game systems, earbuds, and more. And now at Staples, you can save up to $350 on select PCs. During Staples Holla Deals, it's not about the fa-la-la. It's about saving moolala. Save up to $350 on select PCs today at Staples. Ends 12-23 in store only. See associate for details. I didn't ask to be thrown in the streets with nowhere to go, but I did ask for help and Covenant House was there for me. One in 10 young adults will experience a form of homelessness this year. For these kids who didn't ask to be put in this unthinkable situation, Covenant House is there, providing hot meals, a safe place to sleep, medical care, and love. They just really genuinely just wanted to help me succeed and I'm succeeding. 
To learn more, go to safeplacetosleep.org today. Wendy's Peppermint Frosty and Frosty Cream Cold Brew make the perfect gift for anyone in your life. Especially for you. Yeah, this year you're sitting on your own lap and getting yourself what you want. Finally. And now every day this season, unlock 20% off your total when you get any small, medium, or large Frosty in the Wendy's app. So order something from your own wish list this year. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's with app offer and registration. Applies to menu items only. Taxes and fees excluded. When you use bounce dryer sheets and your clothes look amazing, it's the sheet. Less static in your life? Yeah, it's the sheet. Smelling fresher than ever? It's the sheet. Oh, so soft fabric? Ooh la la. It's the sheet. Less wrinkles on your clothes? You know it's the sheet. Bounce dryer sheets. More freshness, more softness. Less static, less wrinkles. It's the sheet. Does anyone feel like life is busier than ever? Especially with the holidays. I'm a planner and try to think of it all. But what about the unexpected? Now I've got that covered. My husband and I finally got life insurance with Select Quote, and I couldn't believe how easy and affordable it was. I'm 40 and got a $500,000 policy for $16 a month. My husband's also 40, and his $500,000 policy was only $18 a month. Plus, with Select Quote same day coverage, there was no medical exam required, and we were covered by the time we hung up. This holiday season, I feel a little lighter knowing my family is protected and ready for whatever the new year throws our way. Call Select Quote at 1 800 606 9090. That's 1 800 606 9090. Or go to selectquote.com to get your free quote today. That's 1 800 606 9090. Details on example rate at selectquote.com. Celebrating 90 years of excellence, the All-State Sugar Bowl is one of college football's most enduring traditions. And for nearly a century, the Sugar Bowl delivers for New Orleans, for Louisiana, and for the region. Major events, big tourism, and a national spotlight each and every year. And this season, it's even bigger. The college football playoff semifinal at the 90th All-State Sugar Bowl. New Year's Day in the Dome. The Sugar Bowl is presented by All-State, Louisiana Tourism, and New Orleans and Company. Always welcoming intelligent points of view, whether we agree or disagree. Let's have meaningful, constructive dialogue on All Access with Ken Trahan on 106.1 FM Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com and through CrescentCitySports.com. Give us a call, 504-260-1061. All right, with Scott LeGreen, it's again Landing Restaurant here. We're only a few minutes left because... We do have to sign off at 7. We have a private party coming up with about five minutes left, so we'll talk about the Saints. All right, disappointing. Two games under 500. Uh, struggling in all areas, really. Quarterback's yeah. not been bad, but he hasn't been good enough. He's been banged up. Receivers have been up and down, not quite what you want overall. Running back's okay, but not quite what you want overall. Offensive line, okay, not quite what you want overall. Defensive line hasn't stopped the run, and they're not rushing the passer. Quarterbacks, when healthy, are pretty good. And I don't know what I'm missing here. I mean, again... As Jim Moore used to say, you are what your record says you are. They're two games under 500 yeah. against a weaker schedule. It's not been a pretty picture. Not has been pretty. Uh, and a lot of guys have been getting hurt in, in these games coming and going. Coming and going. And uh, what the biggest one is uh, Rasheed. You know, uh, he's, he's a pretty dynamic guy out there on the field and is a guy that you would need out there. So with him going down a little bit and missing last game, it, it was kind of tough for him. Yeah, look, I mean, he's a speed guy. He takes the top off defenses. But, of course, in the kick return game, 
He's important as well. Chris Olave has been good but not great. Yeah. Hasn't taken that step forward. Yeah. I don't really want to talk about Michael Thomas. I think what he said this past weekend was despicable, and, and frankly, he shouldn't be on this team. Anytime yeah. you start knocking teammates and knocking your team, to me, there's no place for that. Yeah, I think he's, uh, he's in a place where he's ready to get out of New Orleans. And, they, and he should be, and they should get rid of him, yeah, frankly. I because, I mean, it's a team game. Yeah. If you feel that way, you don't talk about that. Most definitely. Because I mean, your that, teams that's, are your closest, closest thing you got. And uh, I think you always should praise your teammates because there's 11 guys that's been through a storm with you. You got you to gotta always acknowledge the fact that these guys are working just as hard as you. That's right. And, you know, you're blaming somebody else for getting you hurt and the same guy you endorsed to come here in the first place. And Derek Carr's not been good enough. He's not been worth the money, but he's not, he's not been bad either. Yeah. He just hasn't been as good as you good want enough, him to be. The yeah. sad part was... He gets hurt the other day when he's completed 15 straight passes, and he's looking like that guy, and unfortunately, yeah. he gets he hurt. Down. So, But that's kind of been their season thus far. I mean, I don't know that there's light at the end of the tunnel. They play a 1-10 team this week, but I read the injury report earlier. The Saints have 16 guys yeah, on the injury report. That's going to be tough. Those guys are being hurt. Uh, it's always hard to go into, into a game, even though the team is 1-10. You're looking at a lot of guys still sitting down on the sideline, so it's going to be tough. Yeah, look, I, I just think that it's going to be difficult either way. People are asking about change. Yeah, I think there'll be change. If you don't win the division, if you don't make the playoffs, there'll be change of some sort. I don't know exactly what it's going to be, but I would suspect there'll be change, and now we'll see. I mean, we like Dennis Allen. He's a really good man. Want him to succeed. He hasn't proven that he's a good head coach at yeah. this point. Anybody by any measure would say that. Yeah. So we, we, we hope he succeeds, but we don't know that he will. Yeah, and it's going to be tough for Coach Dennis. And uh, I think I think uh, he's an outstanding defensive coordinator, defensive guy. And, uh, I mean, he's still, he's still got to finish the road that, that we have here that, that we have left in front of us. And uh, I just wish him the best. And uh, hopefully we can pull, pull out a lot of wins in these last few games. I think people understand now just how good it was with Sean Payton and, and with Drew Brees, obviously. Yeah, most definitely. Those two outstanding t tag tag team you know and as far as the offensive go coach coach Peyton with his offensive mind and uh then you got a guy like Drew Brees always looking for the open guy always making a big play when you need it and uh we we just been lacking that you walk you see a guy like Brees when you were there and you see him practicing and all of the things he goes through and how much he prepares and yet when you stand next to him it's like he's that guy he doesn't look like it does <laughs> yeah. he <laughs> yeah Drew's a pretty outstanding guy, and uh, I mean, as far as him preparing for a football game, if you sit in that locker room and see the things that he does, and uh, it's, it shows out on the football field. Yeah, look, I mean, bottom line, as we close out, uh, they've got to win. They've got to beat Carolina, then they've got to beat the Giants. Those teams aren't very good. If they don't beat them, they're not going anywhere, and their season's over. Yeah, it'll be pretty much over after that. Skylar Green, great to have you with us tonight. I know Thank you guys. we're going to draw for some prizes here in a few minutes, let you eat and enjoy that, too. Food's pretty good, huh? Pretty good. Ah, oh, I knew crab, you like it, the man. Crab dip is awesome. Crab dip's <laughs> awesome. There you go. There's an endorsement for you. He'll be back, I promise you. Skylar, thank you, buddy. Great you can make it. Eat your food. Enjoy yourself. Man. Thank you, Jim. All right. We're going to thank our friend Rudy Dixon in studio. I want to thank everybody for being here tonight to support us. We'll draw for some prizes next. Stay tuned for that. We will be back in two weeks. One more show this year, so we'll let you know all about it. But in two weeks, on the 20th, we'll be back for a final show. Until next time. Remember, state championship game starting tomorrow, 3.30 in the Dome. We'll be there here on 106.